Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Let's go. Welcome back. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hom, Bart Scott with you this morning. And we do have some – we're starting to settle some of these quarterback situations around the league. One that we just told you about a few minutes ago that did get settled, and that is in New Orleans where they have, they have decided that Jameis Winston will be your starter, which I know you laugh at because it does seem like something like – It's a joke, man. Was that, was, that really, was that really a competition? One dude threw for 5,000 yards already. Yeah, he had a lot of turnovers, but he's like a guy that was a number one overall pick, and we're surprised that he's a starter over a dude that's probably – well, how old is the dude? Dude's like 70 years old. It ain't like he's a new quarterback. This dude's Who's old 70? as hell. Jason Hill. Jason Hill. Jason Hill. Jason Hill. Adam Hill. Schefter is reporting uh, that Winston, who's 27, by the way, yeah. uh, will be the week one starter uh, when they host the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, Jeremy Fowler uh, talked about this yesterday, that it was already becoming sort of a fait accompli in New Orleans because he was saying that, they, that Winston was receiving significant locker room support uh, throughout the week, and actually many teammates treating him as if he was already going to be the starter. Like, they knew he was the guy. Sean Payton has been holding off on making that announcement, and I think they were trying to give Taysom Hill an opportunity. You don't know what's all behind that, Bart, but still, like, yeah. you know, if, if it's, you know, you want to reward a guy who's been a big part of your offense, and, and Hill will still continue to be a big part of that offense, I imagine. A part of the offense, right? Yeah, listen, he, he, you know, he's like the, he's like the fourth, most important like person like on the office when you think about it's like he's a gadget guy he's a guy that's great in moderation you can't give a guy like that you know the ability to, to you know he, he helps you out in so many different ways you know Jameis Winston allows you to have your best players on the field at all times because now you put him at quarterback now you can do the gadgets with Taysom yes you can put him in with the RPOs you can put him with the wildcat you can put him in a slot what he is is he's a football player what he isn't is a complete quarterback now, remember, this was, you know, Winston left Tampa after a season where, as you mentioned, like he, he had a huge season passing-wise, 5,000 yards. He just risked the biscuit too much. 30 touchdowns, but uh, 33 touchdowns, but 30 interceptions. Yeah. and, and the, So the he, had, he had the ultimate 30 for 30, and, and a big part of that, though, was, again, Bruce Arians and the no-risk-it-no-biscuit kind of approach. <laughs> certain things you can't say to certain guys. Yeah, right. You don't tell Jameis, just put it up. No, man, he's going to put it up. Because, <laughs> you know, with will. the arm talent he has, he thinks he can throw – through anything. I mean, you see that 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 uh, pass to the kid, was it Lawrence or Moore? Like, that went over two defenders. That was double covered. And, and Jameis put it where only his receiver can get it, man. So, like, he's a special arm talent, but he has to learn how to when to, like, play within himself and understand that he's not in Tampa. The Tampa he was in, he was the entire team. He has players around him now. He has great players. He has a great coach. Yeah, Kamara, Michael Thomas, when right. he comes back from the injury, obviously, you know, like they've great got playmakers. Line, Ramchek, he has, he has yes. protection. He's not going to be getting hit in the back of his head. That's, you know, because you talk about his interceptions. I think I have more problems with his fumbles. But we just talked to Sean O'Hare, and he told us that the fumbles are offensive based line. on the offensive line mm-hmm. and, you know, him thinking the protection's picked up and the ball's coming out of his hands. No, look, the Saints become a very interesting story because it was replacing Drew Brees. Not that Drew Brees was great last year. You could see that it was the end for him. But still, the Saints have been for a long time, have been that team that just every year you just count them in, that they are going to be a competitive team. Whether or not they've had heartache in the postseason is another story, but every year they are always there. And now you wanted to see the hardest thing to do is replace an all-timer like a Drew Brees. 
A lot of franchises take that step back. We saw well, the Patriots. Buffalo just did it. Yeah, the Patriots last year, certainly what they had to do in, in trying to transition after losing Tom Brady. Now the Saints hope that Jameis Winston, who's only 27, still very much in his prime, yeah. a former number one overall pick, can be their guy now for a long time. Chris Kenny, uh, whose voice you heard in the rejoin there, by the way, uh, who was joining us uh, earlier in the week, he talked about the impact that Jameis Winston could have on the Saints if, of course, the turnovers are under control. He saw something down the field. It looked like he wanted to take a shot at it, but then he thought better of it, and he decided he was going to check the ball down to Tony Jones. Now, even though it was an incompletion, that decision to not try to push the ball into a coverage where it could end up being a turnover-worthy play, like to me, that shows the growth and maturation of the quarterback, and that has everything to do with being able to get with Sean Payton and watch Drew Brees up close and personal last year. So if Jameis can show that type of restraint, if he can avoid making those critical mistakes and then continue to challenge all three levels of the defense the way that he did last night, I just think that this – that makes this New Orleans Saints offense a problem once we get to the regular season. Now, Bart, last year the Saints are 12-4. and four. Last, last yeah. year they won the division. Where are they going this year? Can they just stay right there at that standard? I mean, it's them, it's Tampa, and really the rest of that division. You know, you got Carolina Atlanta, but it's them and Tampa fighting for the supremacy in that division and also in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they flip-flop, right? When you think about last year, the Saints won the division and Tampa went in as a wild card. I think you just flip it, right? I think Tampa wins the division. I think the Saints move in as potentially a wild card because that defense is Super Bowl caliber. Um, you know, Let's see if Davenport can take the next step because this is a guy that they gave up a first-round draft pick to move up and get, and he hasn't lived up to expectations. But Jameis Winston just has to be able to play within himself. Now, he's a, he throws such a beautiful ball. He has probably He's probably one of the most – talent I would put him up there to the top five as far arm as talent. arm talent yeah than anybody right it's just decision making and the first decision he made was understanding that he wasn't going to be back in Tampa and understanding that listen he could go search to try and be a starter somewhere or he can go to the best situation and that took a lot of maturity as a number one overall pick as a guy that has played well in this league to humble himself and say you know what I'm not going to play football this year because I'm behind a hall of famer but man when that guy retires I'm going to be in the best situation of maybe arguably anybody in the NFL because I'm inheriting uh, offense that is grown in his packages, a general manager that knows how to build a team around a championship caliber organization and, a kind of, and an organization that used to be called the Aints, but now you call them the Saints because you put that respect on their name because they've been one of the most consistent franchises oh, yeah. over the last decade. Since Sean Payton got there, like, it's just been yeah. a totally different type of franchise. Obviously, Drew Brees being a huge part of that as well. But, the, but that's what they've been, and they're trying to continue to be that with Jameis Winston. But you mentioned he's got number one pick who ended up being pushed out because they were going to get Tom Brady. So they push him out of Tampa, right. and we're kind of seeing that now. Like Trubisky's doing it now in Buffalo. Mariota, who's also in the Winston draft, like he, he also, you know, I'll, I'm going to take Went a year as a backup. Yep. You come in, you're a young quarterback, and you're just thrown to the wolves. you got to play right away. It doesn't work out. You end up moving on. Yeah. And – sometimes taking that step back, all right, I have this experience of playing. Let's take a breath. But now, Yeah, and, and that's starting to work. And that's starting to become a formula for a lot of these young quarterbacks. And, you know, is Trubisky the next guy we look at and think, you know, the next time we see him as a starter could be somewhere else, yeah. and maybe he'll be a lot better than he was and learn from that experience because that's what Winston has to do from the Tampa experience. Because guess what? You have a year where you don't have to deal with the pressure, and you have a deal that sometimes it's hard to see the big picture when you're so close to it. But then when you have to step back and you get to learn. And also, like, listen, let's not think that all situations are created equal. Like, you can, like, 
we're talking about Ryan Tannehill and why the, the uh, Tennessee Titans are potentially a Super Bowl contender. Well, he was an outcast. He was an outcast from example. Miami. And he was a backup to Mariota. Yeah. And he got the opportunity. So you got to plan accordingly. You got to look at places. Like if I'm a, if I'm a quarterback that's going to be on the, on the market next year, I'm looking at Denver. Right, I'm saying we know that Teddy Bridgewater is a no pun intended is a bridge quarterback, right? So I'm he's become that. Yeah, right, I hate he's, be, that. he's become that. Like, and he's a guy that was once seen as a franchise quarterback. He's probably younger than Jameis Winston, or right there at the same age as Jameis Winston. But we know that the narrative on him has already been kind of you know written in. in not, I want to say in in stone, but it's in, it's in, it's in. Well, Bridgewater kind of did this, like you know, did have to unseat somebody went to the Jets up, and then went there. But yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, he had a well, much different. The injury, path. the injury, yeah, of injury. course, was a big and deal. That's, and that's the concern. But, Sorry, but, but James this Winston, in mind, no injury. With this in mind, like Sam Darnold leaves the Jets, goes to Carolina. He may be the quarterback. And, and that's the thing. Like, he's not one that's going to do this because he's going to be the starter there. Right. Right. That, like, that's his job. But sometimes you, quarterbacks, when they're young, they're thrown to the wolves. It doesn't work out. And then they go somewhere. And you said, like, take that breath. It seems Brett, to Brett be the Favre, right thing. Steve and also, by the way. It. Also, by the way, if you're going to go somewhere and have an internship year or a redshirt year, yeah. do it with a guy like Sean Payton. Exactly. Like, if you're going to go somewhere, go somewhere. Like, Mariota went with John Gruden. Right. Who was but, but considered he also, a quarterback but, guy. But he also went to a place where he thought that it was a vulnerability at the um, quarterback position. Because if they loved Derek Carr, they would have gave him an extension. Derek Carr contract is like four years old, right? And John Gruden continues to throw him under the bus. So it was a great place for Mariota Oda to go. And Trubisky, you know, maybe, just maybe, Matt Nagy's not that good of a coach. And maybe him going with Dayball, he's going to learn how to be a quarterback. And now he's going to have an opportunity to have a second act, right? Not too many quarterbacks have a second act, right? Jamarcus Russell, no second act, right? You think about uh, Ryan Leaf, no second act. It's you true. think about all the guys that didn't have a second act is because they couldn't humble themselves enough to realize that it's not just on the organization, but it's on them too. So go humble yourself, regather yourself. So a lot of credit has to go to Jameis Winston because it had to be humiliating to go within the same division and sit there and watch your team win the Super Bowl, come in there and look, look how much better we are without you. Yeah, same division too, right? Yeah. And now he gets to start against them yeah. this how season. Li- how you like me now? We and when Tom Brady re- retires, how you like me now? We will certainly find out. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Fake. Them the type of stuff that I hate. Damn. All right, let's play some real or not real. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Sam Acho back with us. And on the Goodyear Hotline. Paul Feinbaum uh, joins us. One of the, the biggest thugs Feinbaum in the game show. right here, man. I love him, boy. Straight up street cred. Keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> Anybody got a problem with him? They got a problem with me, son. Good morning, Paul. How are you? What is going on? <laughs> How are we doing? All do? right. Man, now, at, at, at least now I can get the names right with uh, Barton Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Barton. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> My dog, though. Smack taste. I, I actually feel like Paul Feinbaum can call me anything he wants as long as he just keeps answering the call. All right, so real or not real, coaches that will be at their current school or program next year after this season. So real or not real, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Uh, not real. I mean, he, he's got no chance. Uh, I mean, I, they just ought to, should go ahead and fire him today and, and save the agony of, of waiting till November. Die line, die line, die line. Until nobody spits the hot fire. Like, Sam, like, you agree? Well, no, I got a question though. Paul, Cause Paul be, Paul does spit hot fire. Yes. Why, why wasn't he fired earlier? 
Like, why this year? Why not any other of the uh, biggest poor years? Because M Michigan manages its football program like like an art museum. Uh, they they don't look at look at it the way the rest of us do. That you actually have to win and beat your rival. What they did was cut his contract, and that will almost make it. Uh, a, that has made it apparent that he'll probably lose his job after this year. And 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 I I know what we all said about Harbaugh five six seven years ago when when he when he was a Super Bowl coach and a championship coach in the NFL. But he's been a, he's been an abject disaster at Michigan. He was the most heralded hire. Uh, other than Urban Meyer uh, of the last probably eight or nine years in college football. Yeah. And, and I, I just, uh, I'm not really sure what he's done. Uh, and he shouldn't have been retained. He was, but the question wasn't, should, it, should he have been retained? The question you asked me is, will he be back next year? And the answer is no. Yeah. As a Michigan resident, there's a major disappointment, you know, that Harbaugh couldn't come there and one, just beat Ohio State. I mean, the bar is really low right now, <laughs> you know, let alone to be in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Hey, how, how about how about keep it within within about four touchdowns? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they get a handicap. Low hanging Real fruit. or not real? Let's continue. How about we go to Nebraska with Scott Frost? Will he be at the current school in 2022? So let me make sure I understand: is, is real that he'll be there, or real that he'll be gone? I'm I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, real, real that he'll be there. Not real is that he'll be gone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I was, I was, I, I don't have the, I don't, I don't have this, this game at home. I, I'll, have, I'll have to play along on TV. Um, I don't think he'll be there either. Uh, you know, I mean, I, everything I just said about Jim Harbaugh, just move on over <laughs> to Scott Frost. Uh, uh, you know, uh, favorite son. Uh, the only difference was Scott Frost led his team to a national championship at Nebraska. Four years ago or three years ago, when he left Central Florida, he was the hottest coach. In the country, three the two hottest coaches back then were Chip Kelly and Scott Frost. They're both really doing great now, aren't they? I don't know how Scott Frost survives. He has a new uh, he has a new AD, uh, former player Trev Alberts, and uh, the NCAA snooping around. So go ahead and go ahead and uh, call the moving van. Amazing. I'm old enough to remember Nebraska as a national power. Yeah. <laughs> Was it <laughs> what did you call hunks move junk? You're gonna do this again? Oh, never mind. Right. Yeah, people, you always. I'm not gonna grab it. I'm not gonna grab this. Let's just keep playing the game, shall we? Real or not real? With Paul Feinbaum right now. How about Ed Orgeron at LSU? How long can we live off of a national championship? Well, it's always it's always 2019 for LSU fans, and part of that reason is that, that Orgeron just uh, he he oozes confidence. I think they'll be good this year. So uh, the only thing that will get him are off the field problems combined with a mediocre season. He has off the field issues, but I think he'll have a big year. I think they can win nine or ten games, and I think the uh, Coach O on the hot seat conversation needs to be tabled for another day. All right, that's real. You guys agree? Yeah, yeah no, for yeah. sure. Uh, and National uh, championship two years ago. Right. Like, come on, man. Like, put pump your brakes. Yeah, all the LSU people here are talking about, oh, 19, 19, 19. And so I think he'll live off of that no matter how LSU does this year. You'll take one national championship for sure. All right, real or not real with Brian Harson of Auburn after, of course, some controversy already there with him. Yeah, real. I mean, he he, <laughs> he hasn't even coached a game yet, guys. Right, I don't right. mean to, uh, you know, you know, but 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 he he's inherited a, a pretty average to mediocre situation left behind by Gus Malzahn. He's been criticized by some, but I think Auburn people like him, 
And uh, they, they won't be great this year, but I think that he will get a, a reasonable leash. Yeah, I agree with that. He just got there, right? I mean, he's got the you don't get fired after a year when you just got there, especially with your history of winning at previous programs. Fired Fair enough. Day off. Fair enough. <laughs> I think I didn't make the list. I'm just reading it. Real or not real, and there's a reason for this one, Lincoln Riley, will he be at Oklahoma after, after this season in 2022? I thought he went to the Cowboys a couple of years ago. I was watching ESPN and everybody was, uh, including me, by the way. um, He will be there. Uh, I think Lincoln Riley has found uh, his his niche. Uh, He is one of the great quarterback whisperers uh, in in recent college football history. And I, I cannot imagine him leaving, especially now that Oklahoma is heading to the SEC. Yeah, I think that's real as well. Like there's been talk for years of Lincoln Riley becoming the heir apparent for the Cowboys. And for years, Lincoln Riley has stayed and won Big 12 championship after Big 12 championship after Big 12 championship. He called AT&T Stadium his second home mm-hmm. at Big 12 Media Day because that's how many times they played there and won there. And so, yeah, Lincoln Riley, I don't think is going anywhere. Uh, and OU isn't outside of going to the SEC. I mean, and the bar, the bar is low, right? Like, they, 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 you know, we think that they want to win a national championship, but he can do that job for the next 20 years, collect the bag. If you go and yeah. you, you fail as a Cowboy, you know, head coach, your career could be over with. You'd never be able to go back and get that bag, right? So Jerry Jones, you know, he, he may grow tired of you in three years. He can do that for the next 20 years. They'll never fire him. It's that, it's that rare. But, guys, if you want to start firing McCarthy, uh, uh, Alan, if you want to start firing McCarthy, I'm good with that. I can stick around for a couple more segments. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till you see what's coming at the end of this. Um, how about this one? <laughs> real or not real that this coach will be at his current program in 2022, Ryan Day, Ohio State. That's a good one because he is coveted by the NFL, but I think it's real. And, and, and you, can all, you could add some of what we said about Lincoln Riley. Uh, everyone talks about Nick Saban recruiting, but Ryan Day right now is recruiting at the same level as Nick Saban in Alabama. And I, and I, can't, I can't imagine why he would leave right now. Just to go take a, a garden-variety NFL job that will likely last two or three years to me is not worth it. Uh, he, he has moved into Urban Meyer's spot up there, and you know what? I, I, he has not won a national championship yet, but I, but I think he's done a better job in his short tenure there than Urban Meyer did in the last three or four years at, at Ohio State. Take everything Paul Feinbaum said and slide it over to what I'm about to say. Like that, I, everything you just said, right? Ryan Day uh, has taken over for Ohio State, and there's been no drop-off. No drop-off. And so uh, there are a lot of college coaches that go to the NFL. Urban Meyer seeing it right now and saying, okay, is this really what I signed up for? Is this really going to work out? Uh there are the coaches who have stayed and been happy. And I think Ryan Day is one of those coaches who's going to stay and be happy. Now, there's a reason why we had that on this list, because we have a bonus real or not real for you, Paul. You want me to fire people? Let's do it. So let's go. Uh, with, I'm, a, I'm, I'm ready. Let's go with Urban Meyer, real or not real. He'll be with his program in 2022. Of course, that would be the Jaguars. Oh, man. What I love to say would I love to get him fired before he coaches a game? Um, he will be there because uh, Urban, Urban usually uh, hangs in there for a couple of years before everything starts overwhelming him. So uh, that's real. Uh, now, if you ask me in two or three years, uh, we might have a different story, but uh, he will be back next year. Yeah, absolutely. He'll be there. He just got there. Uh, he's it's it's a rebuild in Jacksonville. We all know that first overall he pick looked quarterback. Miserable in a preseason yeah, game. It's it's a rebuild, right? Now now will he be there in twenty twenty four five? 
Probably not. I mean, you saw his face, I give him two years because when you're used to being able to get the best players and you realize that, you know, this is the NFL. You, right. and, and a lot of free agents don't want to go there to Jacksonville. The only thing great about Jacksonville is the pool and no state taxes. Then, you know, he realized that he's not going to be able to attract <laughs> the type of players he needs to be successful. I believe we're on in Jacksonville. We love Duval. I love Lil Duval, though. He's a great comedian. <laughs> yeah. But still, I had to throw that one in there, though, for you, Paul, because I just know how much – you love playing that game. Thanks so much, man. Well, but I mean, I, I bet he already regrets going there, uh, based on but based on what I see of his disposition on. But hey, guys, it was a pleasure. I'm, I'm always available to fire coaches. <laughs> All the best. But Paul's right, though. Like he, he, you wonder if in a, in like the back of his mind that he's thinking to himself. Yeah, what did, what, like the money's nice. The booth was so cool. What right? did I get myself into? Chilling in the booth, always right. Look like an expert. Come out, man. And if they can't win and be successful in Jacksonville, which is going to be hard, right? Because they're already the third best team in the division, and I don't see that changing but anytime you also, soon. You can't recruit, you, right? You're stuck. Yeah, you tough. can't hire. To, you can't hire who you want to hire. You, well, the, you, the draft is always a challenge as well. There's so much about that. We had Sark on. I mean, he knows it. Like that. That move is not easy because it's so different that you just want to run back to college and we'll just see how long it does last there in Jacksonville. At least he's got Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he does have that piece, which is certainly a big yeah, piece. Yeah, that on your resume, the, the, guy, the guy who ruined Trevor Lawrence. Oh, boy. Well, every team, speaking of quarterbacks in the NFL, has one quarter. It's an amazing story. One quarterback question. Every single team has one going into this season. We're going to answer all of them after Bart tells us about DraftKings. I'm glad you tell me I'm late. Uh, man, this is the longest read I've ever seen in my life. Football almost <laughs> here. There's no better place to get in on the action okay. than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. As the season is quickly approaching, DraftKings is, one of the, is a one-stop shop to make it rain all season long. To bring it even closer to the action, DraftKings is giving all new players a free shot at a million dollars during week one. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, Preseason is the perfect time to test your strategy. Just pick up the lineup, stay underneath the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a free shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code KJZ for a limited time. New players can get a shot at a million dollars during week one. Don't miss out on the action. Enter Promo code KJZ to get a free shot at a million dollars in prizes with a, with your deposit. That's promo code KJZ for the 20th time. Only on DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. And I'm out of breath. Cut me, Mick. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is it the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real. Are you ready? This is Scott Van Pelt, and I'm ready. This is Keyshawn Johnson. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are ready. This is Stanford Steve, and I'm ready. This is the Bear, and I'm ready. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Oh, Zeke to redo his deal, what I tell you. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, wait, wait, give me that breaking news, man. Did he strike out both Gordon and Simmons on three pitches? Immaculate inning. Yeah, this has a chance if he can do it here. He did. Slider check swing, and it's strike three. Chris Sale strikes out the side on nine pitches. That was quick. Sean McDonough with the call, W-E-E-I. Chris Sale throws his third career immaculate inning. Basically, when you strike out the side, three pitches each batter. That's it. One, two, three, and we're done. Third start since Tommy John surgery for Chris Sale, and he struck out eight overall in five and a third innings as the Red Sox beat the Twins 12-2. He struck out the side on nine pitches in the third inning for his third career immaculate inning, and he joins Hall of Famer Sandy Koufax as the only pitchers on record with three immaculate innings. The Yankees have been immaculate for 12 straight games now. Aaron Judge, two-out RBI single, top of the ninth, gave the Yankees win. A 7-6 win over the A's for their 12th straight win. Yankees led 6-0 after Joey Gallo had a three-run blast in the third. It was Yankees' third homer of the night, but then Oakland stormed back with three homers of their own to tie the score at six before Judge took care of business. Geraldus Chapman pitched around a two-out single in the ninth for the save. For the NFL, where the league is proposing testing vaccinated players every seven days amid a COVID-19 surge, League wants to move testing for vaccinated players to once every seven days from once every 14 days. Players who are not fully vaccinated would continue to be tested daily. The NFLPA wants daily testing for all players, vaccinated or unvaccinated. As of Thursday, nearly 93% of NFL players are at least partially vaccinated, according to NFL Chief Medical Officer Dr. Alan Sills. Staff members have been nearly 100% vaccinated since the start of training camp. Sports Center is brought to you by DoorDash. It's the summer of Dash Pass, and members are getting $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food. Because summer, try Dash Pass for free and get year-round savings, exclusive menu items, and zero delivery fees now in the DoorDash app. Terms and conditions apply. It feels like Friday, and Bart Scott, you have a little bit of news for us? 
It was something, man. Something about I think somebody something maybe, about maybe Barsha Diamonds talks about always be careful with um, greatest shape of your life. Why is that? It's because mm-hmm. usually it means that that cap number is getting high, and you know that you could be on deck. Now, reportedly, Ezekiel Elliott restructures his contract. You create six point eight million dollars of salary cap space. Great. That means they can go out and maybe try and pay, make an offer for a guy like Gallup. But what that usually means is that takes all your guaranteed money in your contract and pushes it forward, and you have no more guaranteed money, which does what? Exposes you mm-hmm. as a free agent or as a player under contract the following year. Like I said before, I think Ezekiel. Elliott is in line for that same DeMarco Murray. Thank you for your services, but we got to move along here because you're no longer a top five back in this league. No, wait a minute now. I thought it's a good thing when you restructure your deal. But it, but it takes away your guarantee. So, like, that layer of protection that you may have later in your contract, you don't have it. They use it as a compromise, right, because it's fake salary cap money because it's all about accounting, right? So that means they move it, your, your salary, your base salary, into the form of a signing bonus. So they're going to cut Ezekiel Elliott a check. Right, but they do that to create space because they're going to do the counting on the back end, oh. and usually that exposes you as a free agent later. Because now, if they cut you, it doesn't hurt their cap anymore. So I tell you, man, like his salary cap number is high. You got to be Christian McCaffrey. When you become the highest paid player or the highest paid player at a p- position, you got to perform at such a high level. Because in this game, you think about the law of diminished returns comes at the running back position faster than any other spot. So watch what I tell you. I told you that uh, about a week ago. Everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Listen, Ezekiel Elliott is not the future of this team. It's Dak Prescott. What I tell you, yeah, what I tell you about when you pay your quarterback, you start losing pieces. And the piece that you can afford to lose is Ezekiel Elliott because you can find a great running back in the second round. Hell, you can go trade for Kareem Hunt, bring him in there, and you don't miss a beat. All right, so we'll see what happens in Dallas, but the restructure. They'll, they'll forget that when this when this happens. Zeke. When it happens, they'll forget that I said it, and somebody else will take credit. Bart for Thomas, but it's okay. okay. Meanwhile. We get back to the quarterback stories all around the league. All 32 teams we have found. There is a story about each quarterback or quarterback competition. So to do do that, Evan Wilner comes back, and we're going to play a little quarterback roulette. Huh, funny how that works. Yeah. Uh, Will Dak Prescott bounce back from injury? I think this is going to be an injury-riddled season. You don't get healthier during the season. Really? The fact that he has his lat. Like, name me one person that came into the season, they started to have a hurt shoulder or a hurt thorn arm, and they got better when you play in 17 seasons. Andrew Luck? No. Cam Newton? No. Dak Prescott? No. Does he make it through the season? Yes. Is he going to be effective enough to lead them to the Super Bowl? No, because that, that shoulder or that arm is going to become a problem, and that leg is still a problem. All right. and that's why the shoulder but That's hurts. not what the question was. Does he bounce back from the injury? And my answer is yes. He does. He bounces back from the injury. He does play this season. He shows you again the player that he was. Will he deal with some nags and in, nagging injuries and stuff? Of course he will, because every quarterback is going to deal with that, especially a guy like him. But will he bounce back? Yes. Evan? Spin it. The Buffalo Bills. Will Josh Allen win the MVP? No. I think he's going to be in the running. He's going to get some votes. I mean, Russell Wilson has yet to win an MVP. I think Matthew Stafford is going to be the MVP because you talk about he's going to explode on the scene, right? Because how many people have really, really watched 
you know, Matthew Stafford that, that it wasn't Lions fans or, you know, fans of that division, right? He's going to surprise you with just how talented he is. He's just as talented as Jameis Winston. He's just talented as Aaron Rodgers. And I think the rest of the league is going to start to realize that. And he's going to have a bit of a renaissance where people are going to start appreciating him. And he has a run that if he can go on a, a good run for the next five years, he can put himself in a Hall of Fame conversation. Mm, renaissance. Yeah, I mean, he'll be in the conversation for MVP. Will he win it? But it would have to be a hell of a season to do it. Spin it. The Cleveland Browns. When will Baker Mayfield get paid? Uh, when he decides <laughs> to take a pay cut. Because what? I think he had, well, he has identity crisis. Like, if he thinks he's going to get paid. take a pay listen, cut? No, what I'm saying is a pay cut from what the market dictates. Oh, I see. He can't go in there and say, I'm Josh Allen. He can't go in there and say, yeah, I'm Patrick Mahomes. He can't even go in there and say, I'm Dak Prescott. It has to be such a sweet deal that they say, you know what, we can still acquire talent with you know, him being under contract. He's going to have to be somewhere in the $35 million a year uh, range, which is where Aaron Rodgers is, which is I think is a win for Baker Mayfield, the fact that he's a guy that isn't a scheme-diverse player, meaning that you can't just put him in any scheme. He's going to be great. He needs a play-action, heavy run game to be successful and effective in the league. He's so important to that organization. They should pay him for who he is for them, not for what he is in the league. They have been searching for decades for a guy okay. that they can call their franchise quarterback. Okay. They have one. He fits exactly how they want to play. He fits what they are. Is that Why how they want to play? You pay him. Is that how they want to play? Well, is that how they're forced how they, to play? That's well, how they're built. What I just tell you, you pay a quarterback that type of money. You Listen, start you're picking, Cleveland. Picking the guy you You've been cut. waiting decades to find a guy. You're going you're gonna to say, you know what? We're not going to pay franchise you. Franchise tag, franchise tag. Oh. You need to keep showing me. I'm that's, not going to give you no $45 million, and I'm eventually going to have to that's lose why one of my corners. If you were running the Browns, that's why people would say the Browns. Browns are going to brown. I don't see it happening here. Okay. Bart, so he gets paid at the end of the season. Bart, I think the word you were looking for was discount, not pay cut. But, you know, moving yeah, on. Yeah, discount. Fair enough. Semantics. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh. Okay. Quarterback question in Tampa. They got the GOAT. Will this be Tom Brady's best season ever? See, ever? Like ever, ever? Ever, ever? I, I don't think so. I think, like, he they need less of Tom Brady and more of everybody else, right? So they need Tom Brady to preserve him, right? Listen, we've seen great quarterbacks fall off a cliff overnight. We saw Peyton Manning have arguably the greatest season of any, you know, 5,400 yards passing. And then, you know, by the time they won the second Super Bowl, he was throwing wobblers. You got to try and preserve him, run the ball, play great defense, tell Tom to be great in spurts. You don't want Tom sitting up there trying to set the passing record and passing Peyton Manning by trying to throw for over 5,400 yards. Absolutely not. His best season is always going to be the one in which they went undefeated and lost in the Super Bowl with Randy Moss. 4,800 yards passing, 50 touchdowns thrown to eight interceptions. That's 2007, yes. I mean, last year, though, 4,600 yards passing, 40 touchdowns. So could he match that? I don't know, but best ever season could also mean just overall. Like, not just stats, but performance of him, his team, and, of course, Super Bowl. More quarterback questions, more quarterback answers. Next, KJZ, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM, Channel 80. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. A motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's sitting in your garage that you've been waiting to sell with RumbleOn.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. RumbleOn.com will give you a cash offer for your vehicle and pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha. And even if you're just looking to trade in, RumbleOn will pay cash, no matter what the make or model. Visit RumbleOn.com today and enter promo code RADIO to get a $300 increase on your cash offer. Fast Bikes. Faster cash. Oh, uh, yeah. It's been real, <laughs> Alan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's an inside joke. KJ today on the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but you got to let this roll, though. When is Frankie Beverly Mays? When they, when they going on the versus? Oh, man, this is perfect for Friday, man. We this call it on our show, Barton Hine. You know, it can be heard 12 to 3. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? This week, we call this Effort Fridays. <laughs> 12 to 3, starting September 27th. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm one saying. One month Push. from today. One month. Mm-hmm. You got, you got one month of just two hours with me after this. Okay. Woosah, woosah. I'll tell you what, that man. extra out. Absolutely, man. i tell you what, man. This is Feel Good Fridays, man. Everybody have a safe week. No, we 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 ending the show now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we walking off. You just want to walk off the set? Yeah, yeah. We just we, we telling everybody goodbye. You know, it's been real. Listen, I've been sharing high for a bunch of bunch of months. You know what I'm saying? But I'm taking my I'm taking <laughs> her back. Taking her back. I will say this. Caroline, I, come to the light. <laughs> Caroline, I will say this. So uh, for the last five months, I've had the privilege of sitting in this chair. Well, one of these chairs. Sometimes they move me over there. But the privilege of of really of hosting this show, of of helping out. Um, and being part of it, and it's been it's been great. I've missed working with Bart, and luckily I've had the chance this week to get reunited with you. And then we will uh, start doing that again on Monday. I'll go back to the Bart and Han show. It'd be nice to be on a show with my actual name on it, but still, it's been great, and I do want to thank everybody involved here. They've got a great crew here. Uh, you've heard Evan Wilner's voice on the show throughout Horrible the show. Producer, though. He loves to jump in and talk as much as he can, but he's a fantastic top-shelf producer that we have. Pat Costello, despite going to Fordham, despite being an Eagles fan, still somehow, some way, is also hugely impactful on the show and a terrific, a terrific host, a uh, terrific producer as well, a terrific friend to a host with a voice like that in your ear. Alan Yates, DJ another Killigrew. one of the guys. Yeah, DJ Killigrew, but also another one of those guys that is a huge part. I don't want to use the word cast of characters, but that's really what it is. In a morning show, that's what you have. It's not just the people you see on the screen or hear on the radio. It's those behind the scenes that are also – 
part of it, and we continue down the line. James Steele, as you know, the resident Chiefs fan, that if you just whisper Chiefs or say anything about Mahomes, he jumps right away at the microphone. We have to mute him sometimes because he gets very aggressive. But to have, you know, again, a group like this, people to work with, a lot of other people behind the scenes, um, it's, it's just been a lot of fun. It's been a great experience. I've learned a lot. And, Bart, you're going to now put up with me yeah, after no this experience on our show. Well, I've been shanked, I will right? be challenging like you shanked. now more than ever. I was like Shant with the Three Stooges, right? I was like the resident cousin that came over every once in a while, got to spend a night and eat all your Fruit Loops. <laughs> right. Something like that. Yeah. We, had a, we had a studio made for us, and I think I've been in it for a week. Tops, right? Yeah. About a week, tops. About but, yeah, but you can get Bart and I – Starting Monday, Welcome as usual, back. as we Welcome have been, back. but I Welcome will now be there back. again starting noon Eastern every day on ESPN Radio. But again, to everybody working on the show, thank you. This has been certainly a lot of fun. But with that in mind, let's get back to playing some more games. That's let's the do best it. part about this. So we go more quarterback roulette. Why not? Let's spin the wheel. The Seattle next, Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. That's a Will, story. here's the uh, question that's on the sheet. Mm. I'm going to just throw someone under the bus here. It's not me. I didn't write these questions. Wow. Will Russell Westbrook oh, finally Westbrook. get an MVP? Russell Westbrook. <laughs> not enough O's and smooth. <laughs> At least Russell Westbrook has won an MVP. Russell Wilson, however, hasn't even gotten a single vote for MVP. Yeah. Now, Keyshawn's high on this team. He thinks the Seahawks are going to be that team this year. He thinks the defense got better. He How? thinks the Where? offense is off the charts. Because they paid Jamal Adams, they got better? Well, he thinks that he's a big part of it, but Bobby Wagner's back and healthy. When you're older. Okay. All right, so you don't believe. Not but, at all. All right, I tell you what, if they're going to be a team that's going to be a contender, Russell Wilson is probably going to be an MVP or a candidate at least that gets yeah. votes this time. Well, they're going to let Russ cook, right? They went out and got him some protection. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, everybody else in the division got a little bit better. When you think about just getting Jimmy G and Nick Bosa back, that's better than Seattle right there. And you look at, you know, what, you know, the Cardinals were able to bring in and J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones coming back, A.J. Green. I'll take that roster. And listen, I just told you, I think Matthew Stafford is the MVP from the team that won the division last year with the best defense in the division. You got to be able to stop somebody. Russ can cook all he want. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, if that defense can't fight his way out of a wet paper bag, you ain't going no damn where. Uh, you're, the, you're the guy that said they've got the legion. No boom. <laughs> can't wait to see what the Lakers do this year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Westbrook. He will get MVP votes, though. Alright, let's spin it. The Indianapolis Colts. Ooh, good mm -hmm. one. What's the question? Will Carson Wentz return to his MVP form? Yes, sir. I believe so. Listen, I listen. Sometimes it's about location. We've seen a lot of people, you know, falter and not be able to be a true representation of themselves in Philadelphia. It's a tough place to play. You have to have, you know, I mean, you got to have supreme confidence. I'm not saying that Carson Wentz has that, but going to a place in a market like Indianapolis is a soft landing space with a person that he trusts and knows. And guess what? He's going to be able to burp the baby. He's not going to be able to be getting hit in the back of his head. He's not going to have to get rid of the ball in three Mississippis because they have one of the best offensive lines in the game, tremendous skill position. Listen, this is the reason why T.Y. Hilton told the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, let me say it again. T.Y. Hilton told the Baltimore Ravens thanks but no thanks when they made him an offer to go back to Indianapolis because he knew that Carson Wentz was coming, and that means there's going to be a lot of friendly down-the-field balls for him, and that defense is solid. And he's also got the coach. You know, again, I mean, that's, the, that's his guy. Comfort. And, and that's, the, that's the most important part of it to me. And if, 
Also doesn't hurt that the offensive line is, is sturdy as well, which he didn't have that in Philadelphia. So you want to see him return to MVP form, but it's going to be neck up for him. That's what the problem was in Philly. It wasn't talent. It was neck up. Spin it. The New York Jets. Oh, oh, this one's for you, Han. Yeah. Will Zach Wilson be better than Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> really? No, that's just ridiculous. The actual question is, will Zach Wilson live up to the hype? The hype now, though, Bart. The hype. The Has hype? it been overhyped, or is he number two been, overall I think, pick? I think it's been underhyped. Like, I think, underhyped? I, I think it's been he underhyped. He had the throw of the pro day season. What the hell does that mean? I, want, I, want, I think Jet fans are conditioned, right? I think Jet fans are conditioned to say, hey, let's wait, right? Because we thought Sam Donald, his first game with the Lions, they were super hyped. After he threw a pick six, his, his, his first throw, yeah. he came back and looked amazing, right? So we understand that this is a marathon, not a sprint, and it's about Joe Douglas if that Zach Wilson is going to live up to the hype. Not about what you know, Zach Wilson does. They, they put some good pieces around him. They got a little ways to go. I think in three three years from now, the hype is going to be ridiculous. You see this kid, he, he looks like if you give him an offensive line, he could be all right. Is that, I mean, a lot of people are talking about his, the way he throws the ball. I mean, you hear Aaron, listen, this, these ain't people. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers don't give people compliments. He's not some rosy guy, rainbows and sunshine. You know, Tony Romo, you think about, come on, man. Like, you know, Chris, I mean, you know, Phil Sims. Like, listen, it's the people that's complimenting him, not me. I defer to the experts. Like, yeah, Chris Collinsworth, Phil Sims. We've heard, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has said stuff Tony about Romo. him. Tony Romo. Here we go, Jim. <laughs> but still, is it hype? Is it overhype? Man, I don't know. But right, I'm looking forward it. to seeing what he can be. All right, spin it. You want to spin it? we got 30 seconds. We're gonna spin. This is what we're going to do. Know. Taking yeah. this all the way to the end, aren't we? Going this up. is what we do. The Detroit Lions. Oh, man. Uh, is, Matt, is, is Jared Goff good? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, Jared Goff is a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Oh, it's all man. good, though. They're going to be buying some kneecaps. Look, this has been a lot of fun. Once again, appreciate everybody. And as we say on the show, we out of this, John. I holla. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.